now it's time to piss Jamie off by welcoming Mike Zinn into the room. What's happening, man? What's up, guys? What's hey, up, trying to create this fucking beef with us, bro. We ain't got no beef. Yeah, he's a shock jock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since when did that happen? That's that's new. I, I, I mean, uh, Matt, you're uh, you're a shock jock now? Um, Scott Curtis labeled me as a shock I, jock. I, I was asking know. people, what am I? Because right. uh, I don't know, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know what I am. You're a, I'm you're a, man. a bipolar cynic. Am I? Oh, bipolar. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah you're, you're you're cynical a lot, but you're totally spiritual and loving. It's like it's you know. No, uh, I am. I don't. I don't think I'm a cynic. I think I'm a skeptic who who uh, I want. I want to believe in so many things. I, I desperately want to, but you know, yeah. so much of it, it just seems like fairy tale. Like I can't believe in the Easter bunny. And I know you'll lecture me about that, but no. I can't believe in the Easter bunny. I can't, I'm sorry. Uh, but I want to believe I want to be, a, I'm like, uh, what's in the Mulder. I have a big poster of a UFO. I want to believe <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. that I just I have a difficult time. Believe me. But the most important thing. I'm getting out of here, guys. Sorry to interrupt. All Take right. care. Great John, meeting thank everybody. You, yeah, thank you so much. Good luck for the, the film. film. And Take do care, come Don. on the nighttime show and let's do a, a serious interview about the about the filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, man. Let me know. Cool. All right. You guys are great. great. I had a blast. Thank you, everybody. Bye for now. He's done. Um, cool. where was I? Uh, my biggest thing is not not to care. I mean, I I think that for me, life is about having a laugh. It's about this moment right now, and uh, and, and it's it's that. It's just like yep. you know what? Um, Absolutely. I had a uh, I had a show this week, and I had a week of like just. You know, I know you don't like the way I, I like to, to frame things, but the universe just telling me the message was <laughs> was just show up like all you have to do. If you know who you are and you love yourself and you know what your skills are, just show up, whatever, whatever it might be. And like everything will fall into place. Everything will happen the way it's supposed to. If all you do is show up, you know, so you know who don't. needs to hear that message? Every guest I had scheduled for the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> totally, man. And you know oh, what? They missed out. They, yeah, they missed out on a great opportunity, man. You are you're a magical uh, presence. So, well, you know, I try to give people uh, uh, an opportunity to kind of shine for themselves, learn something we can learn together, all that kind of stuff. So I do feel like you're right, whether it's and I don't, I don't take credit for it, but I do think young people, young comedians are the only ones who do this. Established people rarely hang me up. There were one or two of those, but it's almost always the, the people at the bottom, the people who most need to get some experience talking to media people who most need exposure, who most yeah. need to learn something. Those are the people who don't show up. And I'm like, Dude, that's the biggest failure. Like what you just said. If long as you show show it up, ninety percent right. of totally. the job totally. in life. And you know what? I realize that about what I do, and totally more so even what you do, because you do it five days a week. You do it in the morning. You do it at night. You just show up. You created this this show, and you just all you have to do is show up, right? And even if your guests don't show up, you show up and you do what your part. So. That's what makes it I real. used That's to be scared. I I was thinking about this le- uh, last night because I used to be nervous, really nervous about 
some guests. Like, I, I'm not prepared for them. Now I figure, I, I'm just like, what's the worst that can happen? People will know you're an idiot. <laughs> Most people know that already. <laughs> but uh, on the just showing up thing, I got to give props to this Davis Sutton kid. Now, he might not show up Monday, but he was he was scheduled for last Monday. And he didn't yeah. show up. And it would after two weeks of having lots of people not show up. And I kind of, I kind of beat on him a little you bit during the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So at 1130, which was after I was off the air, he wrote to me and said, I'm sorry, I had the wrong date. Uh, I had next Monday on my calendar. Right. And I didn't even I didn't even bother responding to him. I was like, yeah, I'm tired of excuses, whatever. But later that night, he wrote to me and said, I went back and listened to the program. I'm sorry so many other people have done that to you lately. I would really like another shot. Can I be? A-? And I said, you want next Monday? He said, yeah, the day he awesome. was going to be. So now he's scheduled for Monday. But that showed me a lot that First of all, I was rude to the I was, and I said to him, "If you come on Monday, I'm going to bust your balls." But it will all be in love and, and good fun. But I have to bust your balls about this, and he was fine with that. But just the idea that he wants to make it right and realizes that he missed an opportunity—you don't get it. most of these people Integrity. who fuck me, yeah, yeah, yeah man—and and they don't even get that. You know, it would be good for me to swallow my pride a little bit, say I'm sorry, and make it right, and come back. You know, yeah. just knowing that shows. Me I, you know what sticks out for me is the guy that you had on with the uh, who said he was going to prove God exists. That was like such a great Dave the Prophet. That was such a great uh, episode, and like all of the stuff, all of the talking about it you did for the for the next couple of days. You know, all the material you got out of that. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm, that's definitely something that um, has stuck with me because he's not the only one who. And I'm wondering the motivation here because uh, on this subject, he wanted to use the Bible to prove the existence of God. Now, anybody who thinks the Bible is real and, and, and has faith in the words in the Bible already believes in God. So in order for your premise to work, you have to be talking to people who already believe what you believe and you want to prove to them what you believe is right. Why what, is this just about you and your ego? I mean, what is it? Because you're not really converting anybody who doesn't believe at that point. Yeah, you're not talking to anybody. It's like you have to believe Matt Napo exists for me to prove to you that Matt Napo exists. Yeah, you you gave him a lot of chance to kind of prove his thing, even even though you already like in the beginning said you, you can't use the Bible to prove God exists because you got to believe in the Bible. That's like. You know, you got to establish that same line of belief. So that's why, you know, um, on my show, the first thing I say is, what is consciousness? You know, we get that out of the way. Like, what do people think consciousness is about? And, you know, uh, kind of, it's interesting because everyone's answer is different, but they all are the same, you know, in a lot of ways. And uh, so... Uh, cool. Do you see a lot of people actually... Um... I don't know, self-promotional in this stuff or, or they, like, or they sincerely think that, they, you know, they're going to make life better for people. Like they, what they have to share is actually going to improve people's lives or are they people trying to make a living? Because when I was doing the radio show, yeah. the majority of people writing self-help books or talking about you know, psychic mediumship or all that kind of stuff, uh, they were just trying to make a living more. more it, it, yeah, you know what? I, I would say there's definitely 
people who are jumping on a boat, you know, that there's a big spiritual boat right now that's going past. Everyone's jumping on it. But um, I, I've seen a lot of people, I, you know, I have a psychic medium. I think I've mentioned your name. I haven't, I've got to start hooking you up with some guests because I have some good people for you. But Christopher Allen uh, is a guy I work with. And some of the, some of the readings I've seen just blow me out of the water. And then some of the stories he's got also to tell are just so phenomenal. And it's really, it's, it's all these crazy validations, you know, that you're just like, how, how is it possible that someone even would know that, you know, even, even with a face being available, Facebook accounts and all of that stuff, you know, like, so. Has he done know. a reading for you personally? Um, You know what? He hasn't. Um, I, 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 I'm not really looking for that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I, I can relate to the stories and the connections and, and kind of what he does. Um, but, you know, I'm not, I don't know. I don't find myself looking for answers all the time. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I've got some issues I've been trying to work through, you know, like with my belief systems about money and things like that to, you know, you were talking about creative people. They can make money for other people, but they can never like apply it to themselves, you know? Um, and and I'm um I'm making some breakthroughs I think with with all of that. So, um, but you know, anyway, in what way? The... I mean, you you, you, you uh, and I, I, if I'm correct about this, and I'm not saying I am, but I'm just guessing. Like a lot of people who have that, where I can go in and work for a company and make them a lot of money, yep. but I can't for myself, or I don't for myself. A mm. lot of that is the belief system behind it is thinking that like our friend Tim Easy oh, was always like money is no good. If you charge money for your art, it's not art. Right. Is that part of the belief system or, or behind it? Do you think? No, I don't think that was for me. Um, it was growing up in, uh, on Long Island. I mean, I'm in Long Island and it was, I was in Dick's Hills, which is known as money. A, yeah. It comes from money. You know, <laughs> I mean, I went to high school with uh, the kids from the Sabaro family, you know, Sabaro's pizza place right. and, kids in high school driving a Lamborghini to school you know what I mean it's like and uh it was kind of you know I think it's interesting because it affected and I'm going into like some therapy here it affected me and my brother differently my brother was enamored by this you know uh, lifestyle and and you know going to his friends houses and having lobster dinners for Christmas and you know this this money thing. And I was kind of a little turned off by it because I felt, I felt judged by it. My family didn't have that much money. So I would go to high school and at the time it was guest jeans and everybody would go to the mall every weekend and get the new pair of guest jeans, you know, $50, $100 jeans. And I couldn't do that. And I felt very judged because of that. So to me, the pursuit of money and, and the, all those sayings of, you know, money is the root of all evil, that kind of mentality that I think is where my belief system comes from. And I've got to kind of change that to, you know, you know, me with energy, you know, my beliefs in energy and everybody I talk to that's spiritual says you have to look at money as an energetic exchange, just as much as, you know, your, your own being, you know what I mean? Sabaro's so bane of food courts <laughs> everywhere. I didn't even. I was going to ask because uh, I didn't even know they were national. I just thought they were a New York thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's like a super huge chain. Yeah. You have them over there, Carl. Sabaro. No. Sabaro's well, Pizza. Yeah. See, so, yeah, oh, pizza. It, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. Good or no? Uh, I guess not if it's a massive opinion, chain, no. then no. 
It's Not all right, you know. Their their pizza's all right. You know? It's better than California pizza. Put it that way. It's better than Domino's. It's better than I'm Domino's. I'm certain yeah. it's better than like yeah, like Papa West John, Virginia, you know? West Virginia pizza or uh, Iowa. Yeah, but I bet I bet every every city now has probably got some real quality pizza. A little independent place somewhere. Not the well, general state. They always the blame it on the water. They always say it's the water. They can't make bagels. What? They can't make pizza because of the water, right? Right, I had a guy, uh, uh, James Balsamo. Uh, you, you know James. Uh, I know he, James. Yeah. Have you Have you seen any of the films? Have you gotten a chance to watch? No, any of the films? Uh, I have gotten some feedback from people who uh, who are not fans, and they're oh. horror fans. I've gotten some feedback from people uh, that say his movie, but he said in the interview that he likes trashy movies. He likes. He, he also said. Be- he also said that he he went to trauma. He went to Lloyd uh, Lloyd Kaufman to learn. That's you know if you've seen Toxic Avenger and those kind of movies, it's it's a genre. There's a genre of hey, this movie isn't doesn't have a big budget and is probably going to make you laugh a little bit, but it's also somebody trying to express. I mean, listen, I I don't want to start. You know, no, Google. please, you can no, you can share your opinions here without really. No, no, it's 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 not my favorite kind of entertainment, uh, but it certainly is entertainment. I, you know, James Balsamo is, I give him so much credit for, you know, I have the same respect that you showed. You know what I mean? Like, he's not sitting on his couch watching TV. He's he's doing something. He's 40 feature film by 38 years old is yeah, a lot. Man, of, yeah, absolutely. Lot. Absolutely. But the but if you if you look back at the at the at the episode, because I watched, I was really interested when he comes on. He's got the toxic tennis tennis ball and he's like hey i'm james bolzamo and 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 that's kind of his and i said it's going to be interesting and that's his character and then you know you kind of gave him the space to talk about what he does and i felt like he was very strategic in how he presented uh what he does you know and it's certainly impressive that hey i can offer you a service where we can make a movie and i could get you in walmart and you know there's a certain level of hey that's kind of cool and there's definitely people who would invest their money in that and say hey i have a great idea you know and i've also got ten thousand dollars to to throw into it you know what i mean right and uh you know i i I said to some people i thought they should get involved with with him oh i don't want to make a movie with that guy you know what he does he is totally different from mine i was like well this is not why i said you should be in touch with the guy first of all I definitely believe that networking is a very powerful thing in in, in the creative arts. And Absolutely. even if you don't end up doing any work with him, yeah. someday you're going to cross paths with somebody you want to work with who might want to who might find him a valuable asset and for you to be able to make that connection oh my friend james would be perfect for you all of a sudden they have gratitude yeah. to you as you now you built a bridge for your own career absolutely yeah you know, a absolutely. lot of people yeah. don't think that so. yeah and you know what it's something i think that you and i probably naturally carl i don't know you maybe too but naturally you know i've noticed in the wake of my existence in my years that i've made a lot of I've connected a lot of people with each other. You know what I mean? Like they get yeah, together and then yeah. all of a sudden something is born out of what they're doing. And I'm like super happy. Like, wow, I made that connection, you know? Right. Now the thing that where we first met the suck it easy band. Yeah. Yeah. Had people from all different walks of life that somehow 
came together uh, to do yeah. work on projects. Do you still keep in touch with a lot of those people? Uh, I speak to Tim Easy uh, on Facebook, and you know, in part, there's a Facebook group uh, that is active that people kind of post stuff and share what they're doing now. Um, and that was actually, you know, my I, that was sparked by by you. That was how I kind of tripped on you again because we hadn't seen each other for years, and then you were actually interviewing Tim Easy, so it came across my feed. I guess because of the algorithm, like so, right. I was like, "Holy shit, Matt!" and uh, and you know, I've been a fan of of what you're doing ever since. But well, there uh, he is; he's still alive. Uh, that's a question I have whenever I I see old friends now. Is uh, how about so and so? Is he still alive? <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. At this point, yeah, you're getting to that age, and we're definitely getting to that age. Right. Uh, so now, live stream of consciousness. You're doing uh, what? You're still doing that, but you're doing this wide world of wacky wisdom and whoppy whippity whoppity whippity. <laughs> the wonderful um, world of Zin. No, no. I, I, you know what? I'm I'm really into this platform. I love I love the idea of creating these shows and and but not for just no reason. You know, um, I, I feel like. You know, there's got to be a reason. And this this girl who was a viewer of the live stream of consciousness reached out to me and her name is Courtney. And she she said, oh, you know, I've got this idea for a show. And then she started telling me about herself and how she has a girlfriend who is uh, a synthetic doll. So she's got this life size doll named Dahlia. Um, and she has a relationship with this doll. She's got a, a mental connection and whatever it might be, a relationship with this doll, uh, as well as a traditional human boyfriend who accepts the fact that she's got this relationship with this doll. And I found it interesting because when she was telling me all this, there was a part of me that was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> uh, and then, And then there was a part of me like, wow, that's really interesting because she was a viewer of my show and she was into what we were talking about spirituality-wise. And I was like, so I just was like, it made me interested in creating some space for her and saying, okay, so so what's the idea for the show? And she's like, well, first of all, you know, I'm a little weird. My lifestyle's a little weird. And I, <laughs> and I recognize that, you know, and, and I want to talk to, I know a lot of people. I'm in a community of people who, uh, who you know are in relationships with dolls and and she knew a lot of strange people so she's like I want to call it the strange and wonderful so it's called the strange and wonderful. I was and, close. Yes, you were close. <laughs> and um and we interview people who live a lifestyle that a lot of people would look at and be like, well, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who ha had a relationship with a doll. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we found that, uh, uh, I guess he stepped out of the room and it was like sticking out from underneath his bed. But that, yeah. I think that was probably different. That was probably a little bit different. Well, see, that was the thing too. I wasn't really like, hey, well, what does that look like? You know, do you get the doll naked? I wasn't really interested in the sexual aspect of the relationship or even if there was one. I was more just like, okay, you know, tell me more. And it was, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, Matt, but it was like it was part of my own awareness and spirituality and just being like, wow, I just had no like unconditional love for this person. I was just like, cool. I still think you're cool, even though I don't get what you do, you know, and I, yeah. I wasn't being judgmental and it felt really good. So I, I she's very young and she's kind of shy. She comes from like 
Indiana or somewhere. She's got a very southern drawl. No, that's where speaks. that's where it's all going on in the middle of America is yeah. all, where all that kind of stuff is going on. I want to come back to uh, the, this conversation in just okay. one second. But Ralph asked a Saturday show, and it's not a Saturday show. It's a mini oh. potathon for Christine Levine, uh, who is Pay uh, dealing with. Ralph. Yeah, aftercare <laughs> for her cancer. Uh, there's a fundraiser down at the bottom. Go, go fund me, and the link is in the description. There is an update. We're up to $18,825. We're getting close to 19000 All it takes is a couple of bucks, folks. Uh, I think minimum uh, five. Uh, five? It's five. five I it was 20. Yeah, I donated, I donated 10 bucks, and, and I know yeah, you keep you calling us five. the cheap people, but I'm, I'm, you no, know, you're saying either you, if you're out. cheap or you don't have any money. I don't have any money, so. <laughs> But you know, there's what nothing I, wrong I'm, with I'm either. Not financially great today. There's yeah. nothing wrong with either, and that was you know what? If you have nothing and you gave ten dollars, that's even more generous than somebody who's yeah, a for millionaire. Sure. For, well, yeah, it's the old adage, right? For sure. For yeah, sure. man, totally, playing. absolutely. Yeah, I so was, we great, appreciate I was grateful for the opportunity to be here, so I wanted to express that. You know? All right, now uh, coming back to the conversation we were just having. Okay, the doll girl. Yeah, because no, but. I don't even want, I'm not getting back well, to her. I'm so, getting so, back to Zinn. This is Zinn therapy here yeah, yeah, yeah. because I think he, he thinks I'm going to be judgmental of him because no, you, no. Or you, you preface that by saying, I hate to say it, but maybe my spiritual, and you wanted to, you, I hate to say it like you were, like you're, there's some shame in, in uh, no, announcing you're right, that you're, you're right. You're right. I, I take it back. I, I, I loved saying it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, because I don't want you to feel that way. Even though I, we, we kind of go back and forth with this stuff and have different perceptions of each other. I do respect you, and I do understand oh, the journey that you're on, and and that you know I've been there. We all feel like we're opening windows and 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 uh, coming to a greater understanding. Uh, and I I totally respect that. So don't ever be shy about that with me. No, even no. though even though I, I might kind of want to want to push some buttons i feel it i feel it i just know where i know where you're coming from a lot of times i don't know your triggers you know all of a sudden you're like being nice and then all of a sudden you're just like i'm never i'm never not nice when i when i'm being an asshole and i i really admit that i put out asshole energy a lot i do that for dean will tell you i'm purposely a bully to dean even though i know he's got bully issues because i know it will bring him and i closer in in the fact that (laughs) He's embracing my openly being an asshole and admitting that I'm being an asshole to him. And see, I understand you've been through this, but with me, uh, you don't have to worry that I'm not really going to hurt you. So that now you're seeing the bully for what he really is, just another guy like you kind of thing. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, but, oh, no, know, when, totally, when, when, totally. Napa, when Napa is really mad, this arm, it shakes up and down like this. And he, and he has a little jaw <laughs> you know yeah. Ralphie, who asked another Saturday show, he's probably the only person who's seen me go, you know, green. Like, the, you know, the Hulk thing where you get hit in the head and you become the monster. He's seen that. But it, it was, it's, I think it's in my past. I don't think that's real. Yeah, I think I've, I've, I've left mine a long time in the past. I used to yeah, play early mellow, 20s. You mellow out as pretty, you get older, for sure. Pretty angry. <laughs> uh, Joshua Ewing is asking how mine dogs... Uh, COVID is gone. COVID is gone. Now it's, um, and thank you for asking. Now it's a uh, yeah, reaction I never to asked. I never sunflowers. Asked. Sunflowers on the North Fork of Long Island are fucking with my voice, fucking with my sinuses so bad. My head is clogged constantly. I don't get it. 
I know, I think, Carl, you mentioned food or something, oil, whatever. No, it just popped into my head. The only things I know are sunflower oil and sunflower seeds, and I assume that they probably produce at least one of those. But it, I think the people who are growing them are growing them to put them on tables at catering halls during weddings and stuff. There's That's what I think. Hey, you made it this far. You obviously like the clip. Now, you don't have to subscribe, but you obviously like the clip. So, I don't know. I'm not telling you you have to subscribe, but I would if I were you. I would also ring the bell so I get notified whenever there's new content for me to see. But that's just what I would do. What are you going to do?